Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Good Lord, the world is off its rocker. Just all the things. I, I, You know, I have like four other stories I haven't even gotten to today that are just on my mind, like big stuff I want to talk about and probably not going to get to them today, probably going to be tomorrow. Uh, anyway, um, th- this is, th- <laughs> you know me, I like to watch these meetings. And Thursday was meeting day, right? Yeah. We had the Santa Rosa County Commission meeting day, and then we had the uh, the Milton City Council meeting, and I'm about halfway through that meeting, and uh, then the Pensacola City Council and they all had their drama. They all, they all had their moments. Okay, and I like he, it when they fight. Do you, it's it's like ever, on the '70s show. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily productive government, but it is entertaining. Um, and so here's a good example of that. Okay, Chris Smith, who's a friend, who's Gulf Coast Gun, you know. Owner, Chris Smith is great. Yeah. yeah. Um. He, so, <sighs> Chris is up at the public forum, and as often, uh, Chris has uh, an axe to grind because you know, or a, a gun. Barrel to shape. I don't know what would be the appropriate metaphor in gunsmithing, but you know, he's got something. He's got he's got a barrel to thread. I guess would be the better it would be the better metaphor than an axe to grind. But you know, whatever. So here's how this all started. Oh, sorry, it it, it didn't exactly start with this. It um it actually started with a guy who brought up that there was a, a fence project that he did not think was being done right. That I think. Might be more right than he thinks, but was kind of there's there's a lot of detail to it. Okay, um, the takeaway was it seemed like the county wasn't doing its job and was wasting money, and so Chris wanted to make a point about that. My company alone collected eight hundred thousand dollars in sales tax from this community uh, last year. Eight hundred thousand dollars we collected to give to you guys and and to these guys, and you're out here wasting it on stuff like this. Okay, so I mean. I understand where he's coming from. He wants to see government spend its money wisely. I think we all do. Okay. And good accountability is always a high priority item. But then it became more of like the Spanish Inquisition kind of thing, (laughs) you know? And you have to remember there's this ongoing discussion about what is the appropriate way to run a meeting, especially in Santa Rosa County. Colton Wright, uh, who is the commissioner for uh, District 5, that's the Gulf Breeze area, and he's the chairman right now. He wants the public forum to be the public forum, and the people get to talk, and we don't interact with them, and we don't interact with each other. James Calkins thinks that every time uh, there's a chance to talk is a time when James Calkins should talk. And so, um, you know, he does. And then they have this constant question of, well, is it back and forth with the person? Is it back and forth with each other? And Chris Smith thinks it's debate time, and it's time for me to ask the question. You know, everybody on the council, everybody on the commission, it's time for me to ask them a question, which is what he did. Every time I turn around, you guys are asking for more taxes. So what I want to do is I want to ask each one of you individually, are we going to call for another sales tax increase? I'm going to start with Mr. Eddington. No, Mr. sir, I am not said I'm anything. Taxes. Mr. Smith, this Mr. is not Mr. for Mr. a back. I'm not going to be drilled. Excuse me, Commissioner Calkins. Absolutely. And you can kind of see a little bit of crosstalk there where, you know, Eddington jumps in with, ah, I'm not for that. Uh, Colton Wright kind of ju- tries to jump in and shepherd the meeting and be like, this is not appropriate. And then Kerry Smith says, I'm not going to be drilled on all of this. And then James Calkins like, I'll talk. <laughs> this is what I know. 
no way I will vote against any fee increase. A lot of times they, they sit there and they disguise a tax as a fee, like they did a couple weeks ago. They raise our trash fees, which will go down to every citizen. Absolutely not. I will be against, I will fight against the sales tax increase, fight against any fee increase. Which I think Colton Wright actually addressed this maybe a month ago. Thank you for your stump speech. Because <laughs> every, look, James Calkins, um, you know, is trying to get reelected, obviously. And so everything he does is an opportunity for his brand to brand up, you know, like, so he's going to talk every single time that he can. Anyway, so uh, back to the commissioner's answers and to Chris Smith continuing to press them on this. Every time I turn around, you guys are asking for more taxes. So what I want to do is I want to... Oh, sorry. I played that one already. Excuse me. Um, here's the, the next clip. Got two no's. Thank you. Um, I don't think it's appropriate to answer the question at this time. This is not an opportunity for a back and forth. This is public forum. You can say whatever you'd like to say in four minutes, but this is not a back and forth between commissioners. So, so it's, it's you won't answer not. whether you're going to call for a sales tax increase or not? I'm not going to answer it simply because it's not appropriate at this time. Oh, so you won't answer. Sam, will you answer? Are you going to call for a sales tax increase? Are you going to support a sales tax increase? I 100% support a consumption tax above a property tax. All right, we'll get back to this in just a second, but you heard there kind of the answers from uh, the five commissioners, basically. We'll get to Kerry Smith here in a second. He'll give a more fleshed-out answer, and Sam Parker as well. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the five, And uh, it's very slow on, uh, not very slow, it's down to one lane, so I guess very slow on Lillian. This is between 98 and Blue Angel. They've been doing uh, construction, ripping out the, the sides, the ditches, so they can make them you know sturdy and make sure everything's going on. And they've been doing this for a couple of days, um, about a week, and it looks like it is going to be going on longer. So just so you know, Lillian is stopping go as the construction gets underway between Blue Angel and 98. If you see an accident or a slowdown, traffic at 437-1620. You can text it in. Uh, News Radio 92.3 Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So back to Santa Rosa County Commission meeting. Listen, the, the, the basic idea of get up here and drill the commissioners on their answers to a, a weird kind of general question of politics as opposed to a particular policy proposal of, you know, should the tipping fees at the landfill be increased or should impact fees be created or, you know, pick your topic. Um, but just to kind of be like, all right, I want five answers. I want answers from all five of y'all about this subject. Again, it's just, you know, what what is the point? Um, you know, some would say it's just showboating, which I don't think Chris would even mind me saying it that way because certainly that's what he does quite a bit. But he wants to press on Kerry Smith and Sam Parker a little bit. Mr. Smith, I don't have enough time to explain my position, so I'm not going to get drilled up here on public forum. So, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You're not going to say whether you support a sales tax increase gonna, or not? I'm not going to go there with you right now. I, I don't know when you guys are going to go there with me off off record. Is that what you want to do? You want to talk to me about it off record? I will not be talking to you off record. You can talk to me in public when you want to talk that's to me. Awesome. So I'll be abundantly clear. That, that's great. <laughs> and, and, and there was more to this conversation that's not really relevant because it has more to do with some allegations about stuff, but uh, that I'm not going to give air to one way or the other. But you know, uh, obviously not a not a lot of good blood loss between Sam and Chris at the moment, um, which, you know, I always hate to see that. But um, these are the fun parts of <laughs> the public forum, or not fun. I mean, you know, what gets done in that time? But listen, should the public be allowed to yell at their government, criticize their government, disagree with their government, try to pepper the government with a question? Uh, you know, sure. Then the question is, will the, you know, will the commission play Will the commission squelch? Because keep in mind, like, at the Escambia County Commission, this, this does not happen. The rules are much tighter. 
And I'm always torn because on the one hand, this seems very out of order. On the other hand, it is more fun. <laughs> the Escambia County Commission is not nearly as much fun uh, as the Santa Rosa County Commission is to watch. And uh, Milton City Council is at a whole different ballgame. 718 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. You know, if you have a uh, if you're a local business owner and you got employees, you got to deal with insurance benefits and human resources and payroll and you know, figuring out which dental plan and all that. And if you're into that, like you like it, that's great. Keep doing it. Or if you're not, or if you just want some help, or if you just want to find out if there are better plans out there, that's why you call Torgerson Causey. They are a comprehensive employee benefits agency. And what they're going to do is they're going to come in and kind of look at what you're doing. And they're going to say, okay, we can give your folks better prices on this. We can give your folks folks more choices on that. Uh, no, actually, you guys already have the best there can be, but we can manage it for you if you want. I mean, They'll give you all of those options, just like they gave us a few years ago. Uh, News Radio and Cat Country, we started work with them about five years ago, and they've been great. Always answer the phone, always have an answer, and if they don't have an answer, they always get back to us. And it's just very detail-oriented, very thoughtful guys, Very, you know, just easy to work with. More than 20 years in business helping local business owners like you. Give them a call for a no-obligation review of what you're doing, 433-9996, or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Have you ever made a spiritual bucket list? In Proverbs 30, a man named Agur makes his spiritual bucket list. He asks God to grant him two things before he dies, and his prayer is the only prayer listed in the entire book of Proverbs. The first thing Agur asks for is that God would remove from him anything that would hinder his walk with God, such as vanity or lying. Secondly, Agur requests that God would not give him anything that would hinder his relationship with God, such as poverty or even wealth. More than anything, Agar just wants to be pleasing to God. So what's on your spiritual bucket list? Let your list be all about pleasing God. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Uh, What'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at SWMedSpa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Follow Stillwater's on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit SWMedSpa.com. In a world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand and we have your back. Join us on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us Wednesday on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Dependable traffic on the fives with local news at the top and bottom of each hour on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Just a little more time is all we're asking for. Just a little more time could open closing doors. 
Welcome to St. Louis Cardinals baseball from Roger Dean Stadium in Jupiter, Florida. Baseball is back. And with our first pitch, here's the voice of the Cardinals, John Rooney. All right, thank you very much. And here we go, Ricky. It's time for Cardinals baseball 2023. We'll see how they do against these starters. Wainwright for the Cardinals, Gore for the Nationals. The first pitch is fouled straight back. And we're underway. Spring training has begun. Oh, man. I barely had to endure much non-sportsness for a while. <laughs> Seems like we just had the Super Bowl, and now we're in spring training. That's Are you allowed to watch spring training? What do you mean allowed to watch? I, I mean, can people go to oh, the yeah. stadium and watch oh, spring training? Oh, in oh, fact, okay. it's a for it's it's. I, was say, I watched the football. That's stuff. the um. That's kind of the checklist yeah. item for the super fan. That's cool. Is, uh, if you've been to spring training, then you qualify as a super fan. Does it cost anything? Oh yeah. Oh. It's not that expensive though. It's pretty cheap. You can, I mean, you can go walk up and get tickets most of the time. So uh, yeah, we went to Jupiter one year, and my wife's like, "All right, I'm dropping you off. We're taking the kids to the beach. Have fun." <laughs> I was gonna say next time, I'll, yeah, I'll go with Danny. That's right. That's <laughs> Let's right. go, sister. Oh, uh, but it was so much fun. It really was. Really, it's a cool experience if you've never had a chance to do it. Um, so we've got, um, you know, all the clubs have played over the weekend, of course, and we got the new rules in place. The bigger bases. The um, uh, can't check or can't step off the bag or run or check over to first base. You know, you can't basically interrupt going to the plate more than two times. If you do it the third time, you got to pick them off or they get a free base. And we have all the clocks where the you know catcher has to be ready at a certain point and the batter has to be in the batter's box at a certain point and the pitcher has to deliver the pitch after so many. Uh, it's the games are faster. Right, no I wonder doubt. how long I, it'll take to get used to. Oh, and there's to. no shifting. You can't have three players on the right or the left side of second base. So the games are fa- – and, and, in fact, I I got to witness my very first, like, the pitch clock violation. But it wasn't on the pitcher. It was on the batter not being ready. Oh. That brings in Yadiel Hernandez, the designated hitter, with Garrett, the runner at first base. And Garrett last year had three stolen bases in his 27 games with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And? And we have had a violation. Strike one. A strike on Yadiel Hernandez because he wasn't ready fast enough. So the basically what happens is the uh, uh, I have not seen it, but I have been told that the um, the call is that the umpire looks at his wrist and points to his wrist, <laughs> like pointing to his watch. Isn't that perfect? <laughs> like, and come then, on, TikTok. And y'all. then he points to the scoreboard, so they add the strike or the ball, or, you know, whatever. So um, very interesting. Yeah, I bet I it, it takes a while to get used to. It takes a while to get used to anything, it, you know, I bet. It, listen, I, you know, I was not sure about this, especially the step-off rule, but the pitch clock, it, bad pitchers pitch slowly, good pitchers pitch fast. It's that simple. So I'm actually in favor of this. It'll cut down time of game, and it'll make bad pitchers pretend that they're good pitchers. And maybe they'll get more. Maybe there'll be more hits. Maybe there'll be more offense. That's all possible as well because they're rushing it. 7:25 on News Radio 92.3. Candy's got traffic on the five. It's brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Single lane traffic on Lillian. This is between Blue Angel and 98. Great view, but stop and go as they work on that road shoulder. Executive Landscaping, big enough to get the job done, small enough to care. 250-3756 for your no hassle estimate. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News. Radio 92.3 Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now into the newsroom with, um, what's his name again? More David about what <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> motive. What's going on there? Is that me or is that you? All right, there we go. Uh, so police oh, say that earlier. On. That is you. 
We are all, like, all of us are suffering computer issues today. So I don't know. It's just kind of a weird Monday after Oh, Pensacon. I'm just dumb. So I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you hear on my true. side's a, a human error. But uh, no, right. yeah, we both had computer issues. David Wayne, are you ready, sir? I am ready. The EPA now giving the green light to resume shipping contaminated soil and liquid from the uh, side of that train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. The train operator, Norfolk Southern, had temporarily stopped the shipment so the EPA could review the company's plan. Testimony resuming today in South Carolina in the double murder trial of former lawyer Alex Murdaugh. He's facing dozens of charges related to financial crimes, the murders of his uh, wife and son, and now also facing a new and as of yet undisclosed misdemeanor charge. And Ian Fleming's James Bond novels are being edited to remove offensive Come material. On. Yep. Dude, that's the whole point of a James the, Bond uh, novel. That's right. Have you ever read one? The new editions are uh, expected to hit the shelves sometime this spring, and apparently all of the racially insensitive language will be removed. Uh, a report in the Sunday Telegraph claims that Ian Fleming's estate worked with sensitivity readers oh my God. to uh, flag and remove any offensive language. Just... Mm. Listen, so by the way, there's an update on the... I, I have an octopusy s- joke, but I'm going to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if... <laughs> nice. It's about identifying. I um, I, I, I had a whole thing I wanted to do on Road Doll today, and I don't think I'm going to get the chance to do it. I'll probably do it tomorrow. But uh, you, you may have seen this. Um, Camilla, the queen consort, right? Uh, that's Prince Charles's Charles lady, yeah. King Charles now, but yeah, oh, but, right, right, or, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, she gave a speech in which she kind of obliquely referred to the roll doll edits, something along the lines of, you know, people should be, you know, don't let anybody tell you what words to use. Use the mm-hmm. words that are authentic to you. That so she was clearly talking about it without specifically calling out, you know, penguin puffin. Um, and so um, they have now changed their answer. Which is, you know, they were the ones that edited all the books and changed them all. And by the way, the changes are dramatic. Like, you don't even know. I Seriously, this is, I may have to actually do this segment. But anyway, um, the changes are huge. They've gutted these books, okay? And now they have relented, and they're going to be coming out with the Puffin updated version, which I don't even think should say his name on it anymore, frankly. I uh, should say, you know... Edited heavily by blank, right. but and the, but they're inspired gonna, they're, by yeah, yeah right inspired you know based loosely based on a story by Roald Dahl that's right but then the uh, the old book the classic version the original version is gonna be under the Penguin imprint which is like their classics publisher and so they're gonna publish both of them okay and now the question is will the classic one be in the classic section or will it be in the kids section uh, will they be side by side because I would love to see numbers I would love to see a year from now how many people bought the um, the butchered version. And how many of them bought the original version? That's what I would be curious about. Not that a lot of people are out there necessarily buying rolled doll books anyway. I don't know how many people do. But Willy uh, Wonka and the ethnically sourced tofu factory. <laughs> that's exactly it's just right. <laughs> to go off your transgressors. That's exactly yeah. It, yeah. Oh my goodness. I thought his name was Ronald right up until a week ago. Oh yeah. It's it's like, I always thought it was Ronald Doll. And, I was and, like, and, and honestly, you pronounce I don't it know wrong. whether you're supposed to say the L or not. It's R O A L D. So I, I say rolled. I never I, noticed it until I you don't said know. it. But I don't know. Oh, well. you, you do your best sometimes. Times. Um, or if you're a teacher, you just say it real fast and hope nobody corrects you. 437-1620. Oh, I have a way to cure hiccups. They say. <laughs> I have not pregnant. tried. I haven't no. gotten hiccups in a long time, so I can't I can't convey this as personally true, but they say, and like experts say, there's this thing called a hiccaway straw, which you can buy. I'm not interested in anything you gotta buy. But the strategy for just solving it is you exhale completely, so breathe entirely out. Then inhale a huge breath, hold it for 10 seconds, 
and then without exhaling, inhale a little bit more. So top off, five more seconds. Inhale a little bit more, top off again. Suck it up, buttercup. And finally exhale. Theoretically, that works. I don't know. Mm. Um, You know, the, the snarky commentator, he's like, yeah, um, the reason this doesn't get widely disseminated is because our healthcare system is not designed to promote free cures. <laughs> is the healthcare system providing hiccup cures? With like, straws? Yeah, is yeah, that a thing? Know. Anyway, so I I, I just not tell tried people it. I'm pregnant and it usually cures it. Oh, oh, oh. Ah! I, I, well, Darren, anyway. <laughs> yeah. David, what do you have coming up, sir? SpaceX had to cancel a launch this morning. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden's top national security advisor says he can't confirm or deny a Wall Street Journal report that the energy departments concluded the COVID-19 outbreak likely started with a Chinese lab leak. There is a variety of views in the intelligence community. Some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said they just don't have enough information to be sure. Jake Sullivan on CNN State of the Union. The Supreme Court hears arguments today in a case about the definition of identity theft. Tomorrow, it's student loan forgiveness. 21 Democrat-led states argue the president has grounds to forgive up to $20,000 for Pell Grant recipients and 10,000 for others. The GOP-led state challenges argue the plan is overreach without approval from Congress and that the plan will harm tax revenues. Fox's Ryan Schmelz in D.C. Stock futures are up ahead of the opening bell on Wall Street. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, cloudy skies, 72 degrees. Pensacola SpaceX going to have to wait a little bit longer for its next crewed mission. Minus two minutes, this 30 is seconds. LD on countdown one. Hold, hold, hold. Two NASA astronauts, a Russian cosmonaut, and a United Arab Emirates astronaut were all set to lift off overnight at the Kennedy Space Center as part of the Crew 6 mission. However, It had to be called off uh, right before launch because of an issue with the ignition system. The ne- next launch opportunity coming early Tuesday morning. Once they do get off the ground, that crew will spend six months at the International Space Station. Today is the voter registration deadline. If you'd like to vote in that uh, special election coming up for the two Century Town Council seats, new voter registration applications do need to be uh, submitted by the end of business today. And uh, the special general election being held March 28th at Century Town Hall. Walden County's Habitat for Humanity raised over $30,000 at a fundraiser this month. That money going towards building a a new home for a single working mother in the area. The money was raised during a fundraiser called Hard Hats and High Heels. Happened at the Sandestin Beach Golf Resort and over 200 people were there. Some new details released on the uh, murder of an inmate at the Blackwater Correctional Facility in Milton last July. Channel 3 reported that 41-year-old Angel Velez had been charged with second-degree murder in the case. An FDLE report says Velez killed his cellmate because he believed him to be a child molester. In his new book, Governor Ron DeSantis revealed a few details about his showdown with Disney last year. DeSantis' book, The Courage to be Free, Florida's Blueprint for an American Revival, is uh, due to be released tomorrow. Fox News Digital reporting that uh, Governor DeSantis writes about a phone call he got from Disney CEO at the time, Bob Chapek, about the parental rights and education bill. DeSantis wrote that Chapek told him he didn't want the company to get involved, but he was being pressured. Uh, Chapek said the uh, the pressure 
from activists was at a level he had never seen before. The half-brother of civil rights activist Reverend Al Sharpton facing up to 20 years in prison. Kenneth Glasgow pleaded guilty on Friday in Montgomery to uh, several federal charges, including tax evasion, mail fraud, and drug conspiracy. Prosecutors say the minister and victims' rights advocate out of Dothan used money from charities he ran for his own personal gain. Under the plea deal, the 57-year-old will avoid trial and go directly to the sentencing phase of the case, which will be set at a later date. And the trophy case over at Gulf Breeze High School's got a little bit less room. Their girls' soccer team brought home a new state championship trophy to put in it. The Dolphins defeated Lords Academy last week in Dillon to claim the 6A state title. It's the third time the Gulf Breeze girls' soccer team has won a state championship, the first state title the team has won since 2001. 7.35 almost at News Radio 92.3. <laughs> Let's get a That's check right. on your traffic on the fives with Candy. All right, brought to you by Home Outlet. And again, single lane traffic on Lillian. This is between Blue Angel and 90. It's been going on for a few days now. It's going to go on a little further. Great view, but stop and go as they work on that road shoulder. Taking a look around uh, Scambia, northern Scambia, not showing any slowdowns or delays. It looks like Milton is clear too. No problems on 90 or 98. 437-1620. You can text in those traffic tips. Home Outlet, where you find a great new look for your kitchen, bathroom, and flooring. It's Home Outlet 5007 Davis Highway. Again, 437-1620. Traffic Tips News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Another warm and humid day today. Temperatures rising near 78 degrees for your high. Small chance of an isolated showers, otherwise mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 67. The warm and humid pattern continues for Tuesday. Temperatures rising near 80 degrees with a 10% chance of a stray shower. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 66. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now it's 72, partly cloudy in Pensacola, 72 in Gulf Breeze, and 72 in Milton. Our next news at 8 o'clock. Breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your money now. These days, you've got to dig a lot deeper to pay for auto insurance. Drivers are now paying $2,014 a year on average, according to a Bankrate.com study. Insurance premiums rose 13.7% nationally over the past year. Rising costs have been even more noticeable in certain areas, such as Orlando, where premiums rose 22.6% on average over the past year, and Metro Phoenix up 17.3%. Motorists in the Miami and Tampa areas are now paying more than 5% of their incomes on average for insurance premiums. Everything Everywhere All at Once has cemented its status as the Oscar frontrunner after several big wins uh, wins at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. The multiverse adventure won Best Film cast at the ceremony while several of its stars were individually recognized. There was only one winner in SAG's film acting categories who is not from the film, Brendan Fraser, named Best Actor. And that's your Money Now. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing. These are words you hear a lot about in today's world, but what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? You can start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9. Join me, Tasca King, and I'll tell you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. That's today at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. It's Sunbelt Basketball Tournament Week. Stop by the Bay Center for FanFest before the men's quarterfinal games for food, music, and games for all ages. The free event is Saturday from 1 till 4. Next Tuesday, the 7th, join the Pensacola Beach Chamber for their March Business After Hours event at the Frisky Dolphin from 5.30 till 7 for food, drinks, and plenty of business networking. PensacolaBeachChamber.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. What is News Radio 923? Informative, local, and dependable news from WEAR TV and the News Radio News Team. Informative, local, and dependable talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi. Informative, local, and dependable traffic with traffic on the fives during your morning and afternoon drive. Informative, local, and dependable weather. Informative, local, and dependable coverage of breaking news and when disasters strike. That's what News Radio 923 is. Informative, local, dependable. Imagine me and you, I do I think about you day and night It's only right to think about the girl you love And hold her tight, so happy together uh, Well, Rasmussen poll uh, had a uh, provocative little poll today they said, uh, do you agree or disagree with the statement, uh, it's okay to be white? That was an actual question. Rasmussen asked, you know, white and black voters, and, and probably others, uh, do you disagree or agree with the statement, it's okay to be white? So this is Scott Adams. <laughs> Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert. And uh, Scott Adams finds himself on the receiving end of a lot of newspaper uh, canceling his comic strip Dilbert because they say that it does not align with their values anymore, uh, that he does not align with their values, and, uh, you know, he's being canceled, okay? Uh, The question is, is he being canceled for appropriately inappropriate things, or is... Should we have more tolerance? Was he a racist? Well, again, this is just the preface. And, you know, when I saw this story on uh, Friday or Saturday or whatever, like, oh, great. Now I got to watch a Scott Adams podcast. And so I did. The question was from Rasmussen, because there's this, um, is it okay to be white? It's okay to be white as a, like, I guess white supremacists have been starting to say this as as a thing. Whatever. It's, those are not my people. Um, But so the question was, is it okay to be white? And black Americans answered 26% did not agree that it's okay to be white. 21% were not sure. And uh, so he's gl- grouping that together as 47% no. 26% of blacks said uh, no. It's not okay to be white. 21% weren't sure. Add them together, that is 47% of black respondents we're not willing to say it's okay to be white. That, that actually, that's like a real poll. This just happened. Uh, did you have any idea? <laughs> would, would you have imagined that that could have happened? Now, how you group these numbers matters, right? I mean, 53% of blacks say it is okay to be white. But that seems a little light. <laughs> you know, like, is it okay to be black? 100%, right? It's, you know, it's okay to be, is it okay to be white? Yeah, it's okay to be white. It's okay to be black. So he goes on, and again, that observation alone is not the problem or not what got him in trouble. 
So I realized, um, as you know, I've been identifying as black for a while, years now, because I like, you know, I like to be on the winning team. And I like to help. And I, I always thought, well, if you help the black community, that's sort of the biggest lever. You know, you, could, you can find the, the biggest benefit. So I thought, well, that's the hardest thing and the biggest benefit. So I'd like to focus a lot of my life resources in helping black Americans. So much so that I started identifying as black to just be on the team I was helping. I'm going to file that one in the weird uncle comments. <laughs> like, like that's just yes, He sounds like drunk uncle. I don't know what that's all about. I guess he has a black engineer character on the comic strip, which I have not read in a long time. Uh, it was hilarious back in the day. I don't know anymore. Um, but, you know, the black character says he identifies as white. I, I don't know. I can't follow it all. But um, in any case, okay, again, I'm just, I want to give you context. My goal is when I see a story that's in all the newspapers and it's in all the headlines and it's in all the TV news, I want to go and make sure they're given good context, and they're not, okay? That doesn't mean that they're wrong in the conclusion. I'm just saying I want to make sure you're informed. So when you have this conversation at work today, you can be like, well, here's actually what got said. Uh, so anyway, he goes on. So he's identified the poll, 47%, either not sure. Like, they're not willing to say, yes, it's okay to be white. He's right about that. Uh, a quarter say they're not sure. A quarter say, no, it's not okay to be white, which is weird. To just be on the team I was helping. But it turns out that nearly half of that team... Uh, doesn't think uh, I'm okay to be white. Which is, of course, why I identified as black, cause so I could be on the winning team for a while. All right, prepare yourself. Here's where things get a little, uh, a little bit of a curveball at best. But I have to say, uh, th- this is the first political poll that ever changed my activities. I don't know that that's ever happened before. You know, normally you see a poll, you just look at it, and you go, ah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting what other people think. But as of today, I'm going to re-identify as white because I don't want to be a member of a hate group. I'd accidentally joined a hate group. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. So when you call all black people, when you say black people as a group are a hate group, um, that could be problematic. But again, you see what he's arguing here. If you took this and took put it in a different context, you know, if half of all women were not willing to say that men were okay, that it's okay to be a man, that would sound hateful. If half of men were not willing to say it's okay to be a woman, if half of Jews, if half of Christians, if you know, mix and match your categories and the argument is probably in the vicinity of reasonable to call it a hateful group. It's just the problem is that that whole generalization is the issue. I would say a quarter of the people surveyed by Rasmussen are expressing a hateful proposition. Half of them do not. I don't like calling any group a thing, but you can see what he's reacting to. Well, again, as I say, that gets even more squirrely from here. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going. The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Uh Uh-oh. Just get the f*** away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. Right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So, um, yeah. (laughs) That's... 
little harder to defend that one, even as... Okay, do I think he's expressing racism? That's interesting. It, it, it certainly has the the whiff of it, right? And from what I've heard from other people, he's kind of veered in the wrong direction in some things more recently. I don't know. I don't follow Scott uh, Adams offline or even read the comic strip. Um, I certainly don't agree with his conclusion. Is it full-blown racism? And is he saying black people are bad or evil? No, except insofar as they say white people shouldn't be white people, which is him responding to what they're saying. Um, could you say worse things that are racist? Oh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> you know, Is it good? No, not really. Is it bad enough to cancel his comic strip over? Well, we'll get back to that in a second. Candy's got traffic on the fives. I mean, how many people do they survey, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's awful. Well, but... it's Rasmussen. It's probably a 1,500-person survey. That's typical. Uh, worse. Okay, Muskogee in 29 showing a vehicle crash, but not showing a roadblock, but still kind of a busy area, obviously, by the mill. So caution, uh, they are in single-lane traffic on Lillian between Blue Angel and 98. Great view, but stop and go again as they work on that road uh, shoulder. This is brought to you by Knox Pest Control, and our family serving your family since 1929. For more info and a free pest or termite quote, visit Knox. That's K-N-O-X, KnoxPest.com. Knox knocks them out. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. So he goes on. He goes on to talk about how, you know, he chose to move to a white neighborhood because there are fewer problems. But then again, even Don Lemon said so on CNN, he says. Um, he talks about how it's no longer rational for white people to help black people because the only outcome of that is it doesn't work and you get called a racist, which he says he has been helping black people for most of his life and had always believed that that was the appropriate thing to do. Now, we should be friendly. Like, I'm not saying start a war or, you know, do anything bad. Nothing like that. I'm just saying get away. Just get away. Yeah. And he talks about education being the key, and that's obvious. And the more they embrace it, the better off anybody would be. And those who don't, that's the problem. But he just says, look, uh, I'm done. I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't want to be a part of this thing anymore. And, um, you know, there was a couple of other things that don't, I don't think particularly factor into this because the comments I played for you are the ones that are getting all of his columns canceled off of pretty much every newspaper that you can find. So here's the thing. I generally say you have to really work hard to get me to take away your economic activity on the basis of something that is not related to your product, as in he's not expressing this in the Dilbert comics. He's expressing this in a side venture. It is a public statement. But, for example, I defended Joy Bihar. I defended uh, Kathy Griffin. I would defend, I mean, Jim Carrey <laughs> said some outrageous things. I don't punish and I don't want actors and directors to be blackballed from being able to be actors and directors on the basis of their horrible things that they have said at political rallies or about conservatives or about Christians. I just don't think that's the answer. I think that you engage with people, you argue with them, you reason with them. You don't take away their ability to live. And Scott Adams is not going to—he's not going to have trouble. He's millions of dollars, I'm sure, and that's not the issue. But being a non-racist, though it's right to be a non-racist, does not strike me as the kind of thing that we want to make a prerequisite for having a job or being able to publish. And that's what concerns me about this. Look, I. I want people to believe that the races are all made in God's image. I don't like racism. <laughs> I mean, pretty strong, vehement opposition to it because, you know, it's like against the Bible. Um, but does that mean that I want to find every racist? And I'm not saying he is. I'm saying imagine he is. Okay, imagine his comments are full-blown racism. 
Does that mean that his comic strip that doesn't express those views should be canceled? No. Because I look at what happened to, like, J.K. Rowling and the ridiculousness with all of that. And I I see this pattern. Like, are we going to start giving an anti-racism pledge test to all of the comic strip writers and making sure that they're ideologically pure before we publish their product? On the other hand, you know, I also recognize, like, for example, um, you know, I love Susan Sarandon as an actress and Timothy Robbins as an actor. But I find it hard, and Scarlett Johansson is a great actress, and I find it hard sometimes when I'm, if I'm watching a movie of theirs to be like, just ignore all the other stuff outside of acting. <laughs> you know, because you remember it. Now, does it make me not watch the movie? Probably not. But that's the point. I think that in a society like ours, one of the great things about free enterprise is, especially in it, it's supposed to be a tolerant society, right? The idea was always, uh, I hate what you're saying, despise what you're saying, but I will fight to the death to protect your right to say it. That doesn't mean anything if you don't disagree, and it doesn't show much if your first reaction to somebody saying something you can't stand is to stifle them economically to bring coercion to bear. So, yeah, I'm probably not in favor of getting rid of him. Do I agree with him? No. But it's not whether you agree with somebody. It's whether it's appropriate to stifle them through economic coercion when they say stuff you don't like. Now, the other challenge, just to kind of bring this all, all the way around, is um, as an individual consumer of a newspaper, to the degree that anybody's doing that anymore, uh, you can't like you can't just pull out that one slice of the newspaper, right? The newspaper is a product with a lot of different p- components. It's not like an author, you know? Like, you could choose not to buy an author's book because it's one person. The newspaper is, you know, 50 people. And the comic strips are each person's different. So... You can't, like, not buy just the Dilbert, right? You know, so they have to make an editorial decision. But when they say, and read this, seriously, what uh, Gannett said about this, or sorry, uh, yeah, USA Today Network said, while we respect and encourage free speech, his views do not align with our editorial or business values as an organization. Everything after the comma goes against the first part, right? The whole point of free speech. But it's not even in the comic strip. It's the outside of there. So... Yeah, but he's gotten getting. In fact, some newspapers actually said we're just going to print a gray space until we can find a replacement. They'd rather print blank space than him, which is clearly virtue signaling on this one. For uh, but again, I I think it's more complicated for sure than the newspapers are making it. I don't think that it's as easy as well. You know, it's perfectly fine because there are even limits to what I would allow for somebody in terms of expressing racism and whether I would think they should be nationally published authors or whatever. But if somebody wants to publish a racist book. I, okay, you know, I'm going to choose not to buy that book, <laughs> right? But it's different with the comic strip that's not itself racist. Anyway, 437-1620, weigh in, 437-1620. I'm Andrew McKay. Hey, Pensacola, Dave Ramsey here. I want to talk to you about my friends over at Gulf Coast Air Care. They've been trusted members of your community for over 25 years. Owner Todd St. Ors and his team focus on the indoor air quality side of HVAC for the people who want comfortable, healthy, and energy-efficient homes and workplaces. Gulf Coast Air Care can help you with dusty, moldy, or leaky duct systems, hot or cold rooms, and odors, and humidity issues. They test for duct leaks, and they do the repairs. If you need duct cleaning, duct repairs, or air filtration, you should call them today. Remember what Todd always says, if you don't 
don't have a good air filter, you are one. Call Gulf Coast Air Care today at 850-934-2768 or visit them online at gulfcoastaircare.com. That's 850-934-2768 or gulfcoastaircare.com. As she stared at me through the window, I realized the time we spent in the backyard on her trailer just wasn't fulfilling. We used to have so much fun on the water. I just couldn't crank her up. But Key Marine did. Fun days on the bay are back. And my Yamaha outboard runs better than ever. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. Key Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. Google Key Marine or find them on Facebook. VIP Care is bringing better health to the Pensacola community February 27th and 28th. Both days they'll be on hand at the University Town Center from 9 a.m. till noon, where they'll have giveaways, raffles, and we'll be answering all of your primary care questions. VIP Care specializes in primary care for Medicare Advantage members. They proudly accept Florida Blue Medicare, as well as most insurance plans in the county. Come see VIP Care February 27th and 28th. You deserve better health. Listen to Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade interview the latest newsmakers and cover the biggest national stories. Weekdays 11 to 1 on News Radio 923. Pizza, pizza. There's a Seven fifty-five News Radio ninety-two three. Oh, by the way, one of the other side notes on that Rasmussen poll that got Scott Adams talking about race that got him canceled for the things that he said uh, says black people can be racist too. Seventy-six percent of respondents agree, twenty-seven percent disagree. So that was another slice of that question: is whether black people can be racist, which goes back to the. I mean, that's about the like the de- your definition of racism. I would say, of course. I mean, anybody can be a racist, uh, but the move over the last I don't know ten or fifteen years was kind of to redefine race as power based. Therefore, the people in the marginalized group cannot be guilty of it. Like women cannot be sexist, and uh, black people cannot be racist, and um, trans people cannot be. I don't know what the appropriate word would be, <laughs> you know, but you get the point. Like it, people who are marginalized and d- disempowered cannot be the thing, uh, which I think is a crazy way to define it. But OK, uh, Candy's got traffic on the fives. Yeah, I got to follow that. Great. As we uh, take a look at our rides, uh, we're, we're watching. Uh, it looks like uh, uh, the area on Lillian and, and this has been going on for a little over a week, I think, or maybe just a week. Single lane traffic on Lillian. This is between Blue Angel and 98. That's what the holdup is. Uh, stop and go as they work on that road shoulder and then highway 29 in muskogee right near the paper mill showing a accident but not showing a roadblock but busy area so watch out for that 437-1620 if you have traffic tips news radio 923 informative local dependable thanks so much candy now thanks so much candy now david wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines david a lab leak in china the department of energy has now concluded with a low level of confidence that that's where the covid19 pandemic likely came from that according to multiple reports today citing a classified intelligence report delivered to lawmakers last month Residents in Oklahoma and Kansas waking up to damage caused by tornadoes. The storm brought twisters and high winds last night. As of this morning, about 75,000 homes and businesses without power. And a new study linking obesity to Alzheimer's disease. It looked at a genetic similarity. 30% of the set of genes we looked at that are related to Alzheimer's disease were activated more. 
Dr. Claudia Satizabel, an Alzheimer's researcher at the University of Texas, she says this is why Alzheimer's is more frequent among adults who experience obesity in midlife. And she says people in their 40s and 50s should slim down to keep their brains healthier. All right. Thanks. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> like we, we all know that losing weight is better for you. We all know that. I don't need an additional horrible to convince me. Who said me. this? <laughs> Everybody. I'm a weightist. I don't know. Or there you go. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's not going to change my habits, lady. <laughs> or guy or whatever. 7.57 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Oh, in case you missed it, this is a very interesting conversation at the uh, Pensacola City Council meeting on Thursday. But now you want to put in our backyard another shopping center, uh, grocery store. And what's going to happen is they're going to put up these lights. So my backyard, I might as well not even have electricity because they'll be able to provide it for me. This is a citizen, John Hudson, who is not happy about the prospect of changing the zoning and the future land use of five parcels at the intersection of Tippin and Creighton, the southeast corner. That, you know where they cleared that house out a couple years ago and where it's basically an open field with some oak trees that are going to come down. Um, they want to put an Aldi. They want to put an Aldi in there. And the uh, you have to have the uh, both the upzoning to commercial one from there's two different ver- varieties of residential that are in there now, and uh, you have to have the upzone, and also the future land use has to be changed a little bit. Same basic concept um, in order to allow this to happen. One of the concerns that was raised by Charles Bear was if you change the use and the um, the flu and the zoning before they buy it, there's no guarantee it becomes an Aldi, and that's true. Okay, things could happen; it could be different. But let's imagine this goes all the way through. Uh, you've got what? Like, you got Walmart, you got Winn Dixie, um, you got a Publix pretty close, you got lots of grocery stores close. Fresh Market. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. and Winn Dixie right down the road. Publix, Walmarts. Yeah. The, the question is should John Hudson have to have his quality of life destroyed by an upzoning in his backyard? No. I tend to say no. I t- that's what zoning is for. So I would have probably voted no on this, but Charles Bear, uh, he was outvoted 6 to 1, and there's a second Lisa vote coming air, I'll take it in mind, 95.3 and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. Next year's Pensacon guests, at least the first group of them have already been announced. We'll have more on that right after this update from Fox News at News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, and dependable. The COVID lab leak theory gains traction. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The Energy Department, according to the Wall Street Journal, now says a virus lab leak is the likely cause, citing new information. But National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan tells CNN... Right now, there is not a definitive answer that has emerged from the intelligence community on this question. Republicans who long thought COVID leaked from a lab want more info from the Energy Department. In the early stages of the COVID pandemic, the media slammed Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton for pushing the so-called fringe lab leak theory, including the Washington Post, New York Times, and CNN. Senator Cotton tweeting yesterday, quote, being proven right doesn't matter. What matters is holding the Chinese Communist Party accountable so this doesn't happen again. Fox's Brooks Singman, they'll resume shipping toxic waste and water today away from the train derailment site in East Palestine, Ohio, where the CDC is out doing a chemical exposure assessment. Associate Director Captain Jill Shugar just told Fox they'll really try to get more information from residents, from businesses, from first responders who might have been impacted. Some residents don't believe tests showing air and water safe, complaining of sicknesses. Gravelly voice, don't quite sound like myself. 
comes and goes. Another man tells the New York Post he sounds like Mickey Mouse now with a high helium-sounding voice along with breathing issues. There's tornado damage in parts of Kansas and Oklahoma. Fox weathers Brandy Campbell's in a twisted apart neighborhood in Norman seeing... Cars on top of each other, shingles missing from the roof, pieces of the roofs missing, windows blasted. I mean, it's hard to imagine what it was like to actually be here last night. Thankfully, only 12 injuries or 12 people reported injured, but none of those are life-threatening. This is people in mountainous areas of Southern California clean up feet of snow that fell over the weekend and more will fall in other areas. Winter storm warning stretch from Northern California to Minnesota and Wisconsin and Michigan to New England. America's listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. 